Welcome to the Frank and Tech Podcast with your hosts, Erwin, Jacob, and George. In this episode, we talk about, for me, allsides.com and Prisma. I'm going to be talking about Coursera, Pictures and Sheets, Team Drive, and Video and Sheets. And I'm going to be talking about Drink the Kool-Aid. That's right. You're listening to episode one for March 2nd, 2017, titled The Birth of Frankentech. In the world of tech, a powerful computer is built from using different components. It's called Frankenstein Design. In our podcast, Frankentech, we will look at what tools and tips could help you create the best product for your students. Come listen and see what Frankentech tools we find. All right, did you know that in tech... So right now we're recording this podcast without a mixer, so we might sound a little weird. So te- mixers are a great thing for leveling out different high, like sounds of voices and different volumes. But right now what we are on this kind of rolling chairs. We're rolling around to try to mix the voices, and that's actually what they did before mixers. They had the people for mixing for recording songs on little trains, and they'd wheel them back and forth to get the levels just right. So that's what we need right now. We need assistance <laughs> reeling us back and forth because I'm way too loud. <laughs> and in life, um, did you know that driving with high beams is a ticket? So this morning as I'm coming in, I had my highs on because I'm missing a headlight and a cop pulled me over and let me know that it's a $300 ticket for driving with high beams because you can cause an accident. Well, for the fun, let's talk about uh, FIFA announces that you will need some special ID cards to attend any games for the World Cup 2018, which is, in, which is next year already. And... Um, the weird thing, though, is the reason they implemented this is uh, because um, fans are threatening to basically uh, riot and go crazy in every game. Russia fans are threatening to go crazy and riot in every game. So I don't know why. But um, they uh, FIFA announces this so that way they could um, uh, basically uh, – no, we're going to have to cut this part out. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the first podcast. There's going to be no editing. <laughs> This is raw. It's just Irwin going on Irwinisms. All right. right. Well, so, anyways, <laughs> fans will need fans will need ID cards. That's the point. All right. So, as you guys can see, there's three of us here. Um, I'm gonna introduce myself first. I'm George Barsonis. I'm a media specialist for Bellevue Union School District. I am Irwin Espino. I'm the technology coordinator for Bellevue Union School District. And I'm Jacob Lopez. I'm the IT director for the Bellevue Union School District. And then the idea of this show that we want to do is uh, we want to share. Uh, with each other and to the podcasting community. I know um, with Erwin and Jacob here, I have constant conversations and, and about tech and about education, and I'm always walking away um, with my head thinking about all the things um, that that I'm excited about. Even the, the title of this podcast, uh, Frank in Tech, uh, comes from Erwin uh, and I talking about what would be something that we want to take and taking away the scary from technology and then creating uh, different ways to mash things together. That's what we're going to share with you guys is a way for us to, to teach you. Uh, to help you, and uh, and I, that's one of my goals with this is to constantly make something that people can walk away going, "Wow, I, I didn't know that," or "I want to try that." So uh, let's go through your goals. So, Erwin, what's your goal? <laughs> hey, George. Just to be clear, um, if you end up making money off of this, uh, make sure I get a part of that. <laughs> it's like you keep as long as you keep speaking into the yellow, <laughs> I'll give you something. <laughs> no, uh, well, actually, um, technology is 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 essentially. Um, 
I would say it's my life. I love, I love anything that has a power button or anything that just has a GUI or anything that essentially, um, I don't know, has some sort of, um, uh, troubleshooting aspect to it, like, a, or figuring out, uh, like a puzzle essentially. So, um, and when, uh, George and I were talking about, um, uh, creating this, um, or he, he had, a, he wanted to come up with ideas. I mean, it, it, we, this is what, what came out of it. So, um, I'm looking forward to essentially sharing, uh, what I've learned in, in my whole career and, uh, hopefully, um, communicate to you guys, um, how to best utilize, um, free tools out there and I would take advantage of them as, as most as possible. So I love podcasts like way too much. I actually listen to podcasts on 1.5 times speed so I can get through more podcasts, something that everyone <laughs> in my car hates. <laughs> but I listen to like probably like 12 hours of podcasts a week easily like when I'm driving, when I'm like inventorying Chromebooks, I'm listening to podcasts. So I love podcasts but I'm kind of tend to be a lurker so I don't usually contribute to forums and podcasts and things like that. So George is bringing me in a little kicking and screaming at first, but then I got really excited about it. So I'm stoked to be a part of it. I think George has so much enthusiasm for it. And I think uh, it'll be a nice way to kind of share kind of some of the things we talk about and some of the things we learn when we go to conferences, things like that. So I think it's a good way to kind of to share some of the things we think are the most important to, to share with the teaching community. All right. Since this is our first podcast, uh, we're of course you know that uh, we're on rolling trains right now, trying to move in and out of the mic to get closer. But and uh, we want to kind of set up the format. So uh, we gave you guys the tech tip, uh, the life tip, and the fun tip. So if I don't know if it was a fun tip or more of a scary tip from uh, Irwin and the Russian Federation soccer problems, <laughs> but uh, we want to start the show with kind of like a fill you up. So in and out of the classroom, something that you can walk away if you're listening to this podcast and going, okay, right away, uh, I have something. And so uh, we want to talk about like what is something that we are, we're going through. So I'm going to start out with uh, a guilty pleasure that I have right now, which is uh, Top Chef. Um, today is uh, we're filming this on uh, uh, Friday. Uh, yesterday I have not watched the episode yet, so I'm hoping no one tells you what happens on March 2nd. But uh, Top Chef had uh, their, their, their season finale. And I can't let that go. Uh, anything about food, and it's in Mexico right now, so it's got some cool locations. So it's one of my favorite seasons that I've watched so far. I, I, I'm still a little upset Sheldon uh, was let go. I thought he cooked some incredible food. Um, but it's one of the things that I, I, I can't let go. Another thing that I wanted to kind of share is another podcast, which is called Check This Out. Uh, it's been my inspiration a lot for a lot of the stuff we're doing, uh, for a lot of the stuff I'm using in my classroom, constantly grabbing stuff from them. And then, uh, uh, uh Brian Briggs and, uh, Ryan O'Donnell, I told him I'd give him a shout out because they, uh, they, they put out quality stuff. And a lot of times they're just asking questions to start the conversation. And that's what I like about a podcast. So, uh, those are my two top chef and check this out. So I would normally never admit this. But George made a little bit of a safe space by going first. But I actually love Top Chef too. And I miss Sheldon dearly. He's my favorite person on the show. He's awesome. Sorry if that ruins it for people. I haven't watched it either because it comes on past my bedtime, which is 9 o'clock. <laughs> so I didn't watch it yet either. But I'm looking forward to the next show. And I just feel – when I watch a show, I love it. And then the commercials come because I watch it on Bravo On Demand. And I feel dirty because the shows associated with Top Chef are like the trashiest shows I can imagine. So I feel dirty every time after watching it. But it's definitely my guilty pleasure. Um, for tech right now, I'm really into Coursera, which is online learning. It's what's called a MOOC. So it's like taking this course from the University of Michigan about Python and databasing, which I won't go into that, luckily for all of you. But it's awesome because you can take these classes. They're really inexpensive. You can take classes from like leading experts around the world. 
And so that's like taking me into new depths in the nerdosphere is what I call it. And I'm really, it's awesome to have that tool available. It's really transforming my ability to uh, inform myself. In terms of classroom tech, I'm so excited that Google released video and slides. I've been waiting for that forever. And I think they're going to because I like, I thought like, use YouTube, use YouTube, use YouTube. But um, I'm so stoked that they did that. It makes it so much easier for a lot of things. I also am really excited about Team Drive, which allows you to create a collaborative space where no one owns a document. So if people are added to the group or leave the group, it doesn't mess up your documents you're sharing. So that's something that for George to check out for the uh, Media Center Specialist. Are you serious? Yeah. When did that come up? <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, so it's cool. So we'll talk about it more later, but it's called Team Drive and it allows you to create a collaborative workspace where no one actually owns the documents. So it's a cool new thing that I'm excited about. <laughs> All right, Erwin? Well, I don't watch Top Chef, but it sounds cool, so I might <laughs> consider it. Um, I um, I will say, though, that I didn't prepare very well for this <laughs> podcast, um, so I'm making things as I go. These two guys actually uh, wrote out, like, essays, and, like, they have, like, these presentations. Notes. Notes. And <laughs> <laughs> but um, actually, um, well, what I wanted to talk about is um, – uh, or essentially <clears throat> down the road over when we create more podcasts down the road um, is uh, I hope that I can convince you that, <clears throat> excuse me, drinking the, um, you know, should you drink that that Kool-Aid? Um, and uh, what do I mean by Kool-Aid? Maybe, you know, uh, say you might be a Google user or you might be a, a Windows user um, and you just, you just don't um, trust... Uh, the the new technology world where everything now is uh, what we call cloud-based uh, technology. Say, for example, if you use uh, a G Suite, uh, which is now or now it's called G Suite. It used to be called Google Apps. Um, and uh, should you use it? Things like that. So I, I essentially hope to convince you um, why you should uh, use uh, uh, cloud-based technology um, down the road. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I look forward to working. Um, with with uh, with these two guys and, and figuring out the best ways um, uh, to convincing you. So okay. we'll go. All right. So we have now we're going into our Frank and Tech moments. Um, if the bumper and I, I kind of just want to restate it is that uh, tech is not um, it's not it's a tool. It's not the solution. You have to find the way that it works for you. And so what we want to do is take uh, apps or, or maybe methods that are things that are out there and sometimes we'll smash them. Sometimes we'll take a little bit of the Chrome. Like even now, uh, I know I use uh, – we're recording this on a, on a Mac and uh, a lot of times uh, uh, kids have Chromebooks. And so we're looking at what things can go cross-platform, what things we can use. And so these are all about things that we have found that uh, kind of take the scary out of tech and maybe give you a tool that you can use with what you're doing already. Um, I'll go first on this first one. Um, my Franken-Tech moment that I have found, and I have been using this extensively because there's a couple different uses for this. There's an app called Prisma, uh, P-R-I-M-S-A, and I'll drop this on the show notes so you guys can uh, 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 download this and have it for yourselves. But it's an app that allows you to take a picture, which I took a picture of Jacob and Erwin, and I dropped it into this app, and it gave me some cool uh, comic book graphics or uh, artwork graphics of their pictures, and it allowed them to be uh, totally gang- – uh, like just you know, just change the picture so it gave it an artistic viewpoint. Now here's where I found that it's gone even further than that. If you take a picture of kids in a classroom, 
and you uh, don't want to show them and uh, uh, on your Twitter feed as an actual picture, drop it into the Prisma app and it will make them uh, blurred and it will make them look cartoonish and you have just, uh, you know, be able to post it without fear of, of them not, uh, uh, their, their faces being shown. You know that Prisma was the app of the year in both uh, the App Store for iOS and Google Play Store for this 2016 year? or last year. So at, every, every, at the end of every year, Google and Apple essentially review all the, the apps, apps. At, you know, in their, in their stores. And so I just um, gave a number one. Yeah. So you, so they were, num- they, yeah, they were number one um, in, in, uh, they have categories and I think this was like in the photography section. So, yeah, it's cool. Uh, so it's, it's an amazing app. You should definitely check it out for sure. Yeah. And then check out the pictures of these two guys. So you guys can see what they look like <laughs> in the show notes. All right, uh, Jacob, or who's going next? I'm going to go next. So I just have, since George has been using Erwin and I's likeness for a while now without permission, <laughs> I just took a picture of George, and he's. It's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop the disco George into the show notes <laughs> as a little bit of a, a revenge. But that's not what I wanted to share. What I want to share is, so I'm like a huge Sheets nerd. Like I kind of have a reputation. We have these tech meetings in the county office. And like, oh, what's Jacob going to talk about this week? Oh, guess what? Google Sheets. So I always talk about Google Sheets, but yesterday I found out a new way to insert images into Google Sheets. So you can do like conditional statements. So when people fill out a Google Sheet, different pictures will show up. So I did it. We're attending a conference with the tech panel soon. And I set up so when people say yes or no, then it's like me smiling or me crying or me super happy if they're pre- – like George is presenting. So I, he's my, my hero. My yeah. hero. It shows up for him. So it's a cool thing you can set up for like your students or if you're doing something with, with staff. So when people fill out your Google Sheet, you can get them little pictures of encouragement. And I didn't know you could do that before. So I'll put an example in the show notes so you can kind of see how it's done. And I'll put some, I'll put, uh, put some comments on the, on, the, on the sheet so you can kind of explain the back end a little bit. But basically, the picture does have to exist on the internet. So I had to change it because I used Google, Google Sites first just to throw up the images real quick. But Google Sites, the URL changes like a lot for the images. So I ended up having to put it on Weebly to make it work. So it's a couple steps, but it's pretty cool. Okay, so here's my question with that. On the Weebly one, you just have a Weebly that has pictures on it, like just a, a fake Weebly, or you put it on a on a Weebly like where it's on a so separate I, page? I, I just made like a hidden page. So like if you navigate – So it can be from a hidden page. Yeah, I mean I just put it on a hidden page on my, on my Weebly, personal Weebly site. And so – because I was too lazy to make a whole new Weebly site. So I just put a hidden page. So you could if – you, if you figure it out, you could navigate my Weebly site and find these weird pictures of me being happy and sad. But it's hidden, so no one would normally see it. So I just posted it there, published it, and then got – when you get, go to an image on the web, you can right-click on it. You can say uh, copy, uh, copy link or copy uh, URL, and that gives you the code that you use to uh, reference the image when you're doing the sheet. <laughs> so, yeah. So I just have a hidden, hidden page on my Weebly site that sets that up. But I'll, sh- I'll share that in the show notes because you kind of have to see it for it to make sense. No, it's awesome. I, and, I, and I asked him to share this because yesterday I was just clicking on things and making myself be – uh, uh, judge you. I like the one you had first, which judging you. But then, I thought, <laughs> then you change it to like a sad face. So, uh, the Bitmoji and Sheets together is an awesome tool. So I like that one. All right, Erwin. Um, well, I um, was talking to uh, Jacob this morning about some some recent articles that I had been reading uh, regarding um, AI. And for those that don't know what AI stands for, is artificial intelligence and um, I learned a new term in which um, I guess it it, it somehow it, it's always been. I think Jacob said it, it correlates w- with AI. It, essentially, they're they're related, but I never 
never really paid attention. Is that's called ML or machine learning. And um, so Jacob and I were talking this morning, and uh, the thing is with um, artificial intelligence, apparently, and um, the technology has advanced so much that in the future, um, uh, technology will learn to heal itself. So if uh, users or uh, people are having issues with a particular, I don't know, technology, um, machine learning will will essentially help you uh, figure out those issues. And, and it's pretty cool. And that, that more translates into uh, what Jacob and I do on a daily basis on, on, on the, the back end of things like uh, network equipment, for example. But I think it's pretty cool. I mean, it's something that... Um, uh, it's just, it's going to be nice to see how that moves on in the future. So, so. heal, you mean fix itself? Yeah, essentially the, the technology will just learn to realize. I mean, of course, if it's something physical where, you know, there's something unplugged, I mean, obviously a human is needed. But if it's if it's a uh, programming issue, um, the machine itself will, will, will detect that problem and then resolve it on its own. So eventually sometime you might be yeah. out of a job. And I think, well, but yeah, potentially. <laughs> don't tell anyone. No, but, um, uh, Jacob was saying earlier, and I don't know if you want to mention anything about this, but um, how Google was, uh, or um, how Google is, is essentially working on a lot of AI projects, and one of them is um, uh, the video you showed us earlier, which was the, the, the game, the Atari game, where the, they figured out. Yeah, so, it so figures out the, Google's one of the leaders in, <laughs> in artificial intelligence. They have some interesting stuff. They actually have some server farms. Their cooling system was designed entirely by AI, and they got like a 20% increase in efficiency when they had an AI do it rather than actually having engineers design the cooling system, which is kind of <laughs> kind of weird. And um, But they also have these things where they just set up an AI like with an Atari video game. They say, here's your score. Make that as big as possible. We're not telling you how to play the game or how the controls work or anything. And the computer has to learn how the controls work, and then after two hours, it plays these Atari games better than any human ever could. It just plays them flawlessly. So it's getting, and they also have an AI computer that, that they tasked with navigating this weird 3D maze. And then they programmed it with a, uh, a conceptual map of dreaming. And after they let the computer dream, it did way better and got way better, way faster than the other AI that wasn't programmed to dream. <laughs> so they, they, kind of, they kind of showed, they found evidence for a theory of dreaming, since we don't really understand why humans dream. They implemented one of the theories for dreaming, that it's a, way to practice in an environment where nothing bad could happen. So the computer, rather than navigating a map that another computer made, it made fake maps and then navigated these maps in its dream. And then when it was tasked with the real maps, it navigated them more efficiently than the computer that had only been tasked with real maps. So by imagining situations that didn't actually exist in its dreaming state, it became better. So it's kind of, I don't know, a little uh, like Twilight zone a little bit, but uh, it's going to be changing the way of the world works for sure so it's interesting to see how that shakes out yeah and then every sure. time that jacob said dream he always put quotation marks so yeah so imagine quotation marks when i went dream, dream. <laughs> <laughs> all right so you're, yeah. uh, you're okay so our frank and tech moment number uh two and uh our uh, what i want with this one is uh i've had a hard time with, especially with kids, uh, we work in a district that uh, we actually had an election. This is partly my fault. I did an app where uh, I allowed the kids to come in on election day, and they had a face of Donald Trump and a face of Hillary Clinton, <laughs> and the kids could click on on either face and they would vote. And so, in our district, our kids voted. Uh, I think the final tally was ninety six percent for Hillary Clinton. And, uh, and and Donald Trump didn't didn't get that, and so it was a situation where uh, uh, 
uh, I've had a, had a lot of conversations. It started this whole thing where kids, well, how did this happen and what's going on? And it, and it causes it where um, I have to be very careful because uh, I want them to get all sides of an issue and not just one side. So our kids always come in with a bias. So there's this website that I found that I thought was pretty cool in helping um, kind of deal with this a little bit. Um, it's called uh, allsides.com. And uh, what it does is it takes an article or it takes a news, a news story by month or wherever you want to look up or it's currently day by day it does this. It takes a story from the left, the far left first, then left, then neutral and then right and then far right. So when you look at an article, it will tell you on that on that, that little spectrum where that article is coming from. Or what I like the most is that I'll get a story and then it will have – the left side, the neutral side, and the right side of that same story, I have three news articles. So a lot of times um, I'll get be able to see how people are getting their viewpoints and how they're going. And especially after this election, I have I tried harder to see all sides to find what people are coming from and to not just, you know, just jump to what, what I think right now is kind of bad, a Facebook viewpoint of what's going on. Because uh, uh, as I share later on, uh, Facebook has an algorithm that really – Really defines what you're searching by in a very narrow viewpoint. So allsides.com, I'll drop it into the show notes. It'll it'll give you a chance to kind of see uh, multiple viewpoints of one thing. Okay, so I'll, I'll share another kind of um, perspective podcast I like. So some of the podcasts I listen to are not technology related at all because I just like kind of getting a broad scope and it kind of informs some of the things we're thinking about with technology to kind of see what other uh, areas of thought are, are going on. What I like a lot is uh, called the Moth Podcast. And so the mission of the Moth, it's a storytelling group and they have like chapters all over the country and they bring people together to tell stories. Usually the nights have a theme and then they vote on the best story told that night. And then those go to like a bigger competition and the best stories of all those competitions end up on um, the Moth Podcast. And the goal of the Moth is to make you laugh, cry and think. So some of the stories are really funny. Some of the stories are, uh, are just really interesting because they're taking world experts on different topics, and some of them are really uh, sad. But it's amazing because you're hearing all these just kind of random people, people from astronauts to PhD scientists to, um, to uh, service workers to all different kinds of people that have different perspectives on interesting things that have happened in their life. So I love that podcast, and it really does make me laugh, cry, and think. Sometimes I'm teary-eyed going to work because I'm listening to a podcast, and it's really sad. Um, but it's these amazing stories from all across the country, and I definitely highly recommend it. And and I haven't gone to a live event, but they have live events. I think the closest to where we're located, which is Santa Rosa's in San Francisco. And I was thinking about going to a live event because it seems like a really cool um, place to go to hear these all these different stories from such a. There's not many places you can get such a wide perspective, and the Moth has a really wide perspective. So that's my little shout out for that, and I'll from, put the link on the on the show notes. From prison to prison, Prince, Princeton to prison. There's a ton of things on this. Yeah, so that, that's actually a guy that – that's an Iranian guy that came to the United States and he was sending money back so his mom could get married. So he's sending a dowry and he was targeted by the U.S. government um, as aiding terrorism even though there's a special clause saying you, that should be exempted if you're paying money to family members since money was being sent back to Iran. So he was studying at Princeton and the police busted down his uh, apartment door at like 6 in the morning had guns, using his underwear, he got arrested and was in prison for a year, even though the law officially stated that he should have been exempt for that. The judge that heard his case didn't know about that exemption. So he's a he's a felon now, and he's trying to figure out how to get his life back together because it's really hard for him to apply for jobs. But it's this guy that's like this really smart guy going to Princeton, so it's kind of an interesting perspective on how 
those kind of things can happen to you. So yeah, that one is. I actually, oh. <laughs> I actually knew that one. But yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool no, podcast. It's, it's got some cool ones. All right, Arwen. Um, so you guys are talking about podcasts, but then you guys are gonna hate me because I generally don't listen to yeah. podcasts because unless they're religious, usually. But you know that doesn't relate here. You know, so I don't listen to <laughs> technology podcasts. Oh, oh, you know, okay. But um, I um, I listen to good old radio. Just okay. good old radio when you're in the car, you know. Just the doors over there. Are <laughs> so Ariana Grande. Um, yeah, you know, every once in a while, uh, Ariana Grande will come up. But um, good music. Um, <laughs> no, actually, this uh, this morning I heard, um, and I don't know. I'm just sharing random things today because I didn't prepare. Again, I did not prepare, and I repeat, I did not prepare. Uh, thank myself. you, Erwin, for coming on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't hear me, the next so George, one, how hard then is it you to may. Have so if you hear me the next one, then you know why, why, why I'm not, not, not there. Um, but actually this morning I heard an interesting um, uh, uh, city or, or actually uh, Marin County wants to implement this, this program. It's called Bus on a Shoulder Program. And because um, right now um, – Buses. I know these are random things. I'm no, no, I'm, about, I'm anyway. so interested right now. Yeah. The look so on my right face now, is not a. I, I can be that right. random fact, dude. You know, <laughs> I got just search like random news for you guys. But anyways, um, this bus on the shoulder program um, supposedly is being utilized in other like major cities across the country. But um, Marin County wants to um, try this out with their Golden Gate Transit, and essentially, because right now, what 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 the bus does is uh, it has to pick up people on, on the far right shoulder, right? It has to actually pull over, pick up people or passengers um, and they load up and then the bus has to then get all the way to the far left in the carpool lane and then drive like two miles down the road and then go all the way to the far right and then pick up new passengers and repeat that process until it gets to its final destination. Well, that's not as efficient, right? So yeah. in other cities right now, what they're, what they're doing is, um, the bus just drives on the right shoulder, so it, it the, the right shoulder becomes a lane, um, and so then the bus remains on the right shoulder, and uh, it picks up passengers faster, um, and it gets to its destination faster, and it doesn't have to deal with all the traffic. So I thought that was pretty interesting, and then of course, um, you know the the radio host started arguing that, you know, no, it's not a great idea. You know, bad things can happen from this and all that stuff. But you know, I think it's pretty cool. So that no. means there's just no parking on the right. It would be in the yeah. That. It, okay. it, it essentially, I mean, of course, I'm guessing if there is a car stalled and it has to pull over to the right, I'm guessing the bus would just have to go around it. But at least it prevents it from yeah, having to go all the way to the left that. and then coming back to the right. So I mean, it, you know, that is pretty inefficient. I mean, if if yeah. if, if Google's if, AI was working on it, would have only that if Google was working on. Oh my gosh! I didn't even think about that. That's yeah, horrible. I but totally it's thought, pretty cool. You know, so we'll see what happens. When you said bus on a shoulder, I thought that Marin was going to buy everyone like Segways. Or <laughs> <laughs> I totally. That's where my mind went. But yeah, and so, anyways. Um, I, I, you know, we'll we'll see if how that program is working for them, but yeah, good. All right, so here we are. So we've hopefully uh, uh, we're going to go with the last thing. What's going on around us? What are things that are are kind of give you an idea of what we're doing? Uh, what's what our life is about? Because I want you guys to know that uh, the, this is being recorded at six. Uh, actually, no, now we're at seven forty nine. Uh, these these guys all got here at six thirty. If I didn't get a ticket <laughs> and I was I shouldn't have ran from the cops. So there's another thing. Don't ever run. Um, is uh, 
it it uh, it's something that uh, uh, they're taking time out of their lives to do this, and I I just wanted to do this anyway. So I'm really appreciative these guys being here. But I kind of want to give you an idea that we're also not only sharing tech, but we're also sharing uh, uh, what we're doing. So um, one of the things that I've been involved this year is uh, actually it's it's actually because of uh, Jacob. Um, <clears throat> we Erwin and I went to a Google Summit a couple years ago, and we were sitting in the middle of the summit, and um, the person that was presenting, I wanted to just get up and go, hey, uh, why don't you try this? Because, you know, they were really stuck on one thing, but I didn't oh. feel like I should have. And so we were talking about, <laughs> you know, that, I, we were, I was like, oh, man. And I, and I didn't and I was shared it to the person next to me and the person next to me shared it to the person next to them. And so then next thing we were talking about is, well, you know, what does it take to present at a Google Summit? And what are the things that I can do? And so I was working on this long, long path of doing my Google certifications and doing all these things and then i find out from jacob that he went and presented with just his admin uh certification in google and that all i needed to do was just get uh uh get on the presenter um uh like a list and so he sent that thing to me the first time and this year I, i've done five and every time i go i always think you know i got this i'm I, I i know what i'm doing i walk away each time uh humbled and also just like oh wow that there's someone in the crowd that's me going hey why don't you try this and so i've had a, a, a lot of time this year to to kind of just build and grow uh, my first presentation i look back at it all the time and go man what uh what was i doing and now uh this year this summer i'm going to be able to go on q and I have two. I'm doing an April Spring Fling. And then I'm also doing uh, one in Chico called Chico Rockstar. And so I'm kind of excited about this next evolution of being able to present and help other teachers out there. Uh, hopefully those people that are like me sitting there going, oh, if I could only do this. So that is my what's going on around me. Uh, Jacob? So what's going on around me right now is my daughter. So I have a six-month-old little daughter, and it's totally – I mean, all I can say is all the cliches are true. It totally changed their life. They grew up so fast. I can't believe she's already six months. <laughs> she ate her first avocado the other day. It was the first food we gave her. Was, uh, so we're like very like – we're doing like this very scientifically. So it's like say doctor's recommendations, American Pediatric Society, wait six months to feed her. So six months to the day, we gave her avocado. And we had like literally like a crisis because her six-month birthday would have been February 29th. And this year is not a leap year. So like do we do it – February 28th or March 1st. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so it's kind of bad. And uh, <laughs> and no judgment about what anyone else does. I mean, there's so much judgment in the world of parenting. It's not That's not what it's about. But one of the things that Tosh and I are, are doing is we're not exposing our daughter to any technology right now because that's what the current recommendation for the American Pediatric Society is. So it's like it's hard because like my life is so technology involved, but we're trying to keep all screens away from her right now because they recommend right now 18 months. And like I said, no judgment. If anyone else has their baby on an iPad, I'm not about judging That's that. six months? No, uh, well, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I, I've seen it. And, I'm, and there's no judgment, literally no judgment. But we're waiting uh, 18 months before we really give her any technology. What we do do sometimes, the one exception, is we let her FaceTime with relatives or friends. So, like, if we're talking to someone, we'll, like, let her see them. And we also let her look at the camera app, so, like, reflection of her with us. And she's really into that. But we don't let her, like, watch – when we're watching TV, like, she has to be asleep or in another room or something like that, or, like, with, like, a relative in the other room or whatever. So we don't really watch much TV anymore. Uh, except for uh, Top Chef Top Chef after she's asleep. <laughs> so it's definitely changed my life a lot in a lot of ways. And what I will say is there's a lot of hazing that goes on before you become a parent. So for those of you that aren't a parent yet, everyone's like, your life is over. <laughs> and it is a little bit, but it's totally awesome and like 100% worth it. And I always felt like, well, everyone says that because you don't want to sound like the jerk that's like, oh, my life is so much better before I had a kid. But you don't have to worry about that. It's way better. When you have a kid, 
it's it's awesome. It's totally awesome. So that's the thing in my life. So like the lack of tech, feeding your avocados, it's awesome. So that's what's going on in my life. <laughs> that's, awesome. that's really cool. That's that's nice, man. Feeding avocados. <laughs> well, I love avocados. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. Well, the price is going up. <laughs> um, I actually uh, want to ask for those that that are listening to this. Um, so three of us <laughs> right now. No, I'm, 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 four, well, yeah, I'm hoping it might be at least one more, so I can break break Six. the tie. We're looking for seven, <laughs> seven listeners. Um, no, actually, what's going around us, right? It's um, I don't have a family yet. Uh, I am married though, but I no kids. And um, but what what I've been debating with my wife. My wife, uh, she drank the Kool Aid a long time ago, and um, she's in. The so, she's she's in social network. She does the whole Snapchat oh, okay. and Twitter type of deal. I think you just turned into like a seventy year old. <laughs> she does the Facebook. <laughs> she does this thing called the Facebook. Um, <laughs> but um, I, you know, I'm debating. So I mean, in um, in the uh, presentation notes um, or the show notes, excuse me. Um, I, I'm gonna add. I'm gonna create a Google form and whether should I create. Um, a family? A Twitter account. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. A, a Twitter account. And just kind of, you know, just start start being part of it. And then also, should I join Voxer? I have my friend oh. um, my friend here, uh, George, who's been, uh, he created this uh, group or he joined the Vo- Voxer team. We actually have the a... Vo- <laughs> you can't put, you can't put God in front of it. It makes you sound like you're 200 years old. He joined the Voxer. The Voxer. And we um, actually talk about this show on the Voxer team. <laughs> When you're like, I don't know what's going Anyways, on. Anyways, because you're so not on the. Box I'll let it. I'll, I'll leave it to everyone here. Uh, see if uh, I should join. I mean. Um. <laughs> So, Erwin, should you join the Voxer? Should I join the Voxer? Yeah, that's exactly what, what I'm asking right now. So, uh, we'll see what people have to say. We'll uh, we'll take a vote. But, yes, that's uh, that's what's going around me. So, should I join all these social media uh All right. My next – I'm just telling you a preview for next episode. My next one is going to be Twitter chat. Um, which, <laughs> so maybe I should join. No, because no, no, no. It's a, a Twitter deck. Sorry, it, it oh, keeps it, it allows you to tweet deck. Yeah, tweet deck. Sorry, uh, how to keep your stuff in line because there is so much out there that I think you don't. I didn't realize, and I think you may not realize how many people are having conversations that are just like you that are looking for other people that are mm-hmm. just like that that are having these geek out sessions. And I and I and I've been blown away just even the Voxer stuff, but uh, just to hear someone's voices. Uh, someone that's passionate. And that's why one of the reasons I like this podcast is I know right now uh, you guys are listening to this may look at it and he goes, uh, I wonder what these guys are all who they are and what they are. And we're going to be very honest with this and show you. I know Jacob um, introduced to me uh, 99% Invisible, uh, another podcaster to, to promote. And there's a guy there named Roman Mars, and he showed me his picture a couple of weeks ago, and it blew me away because that guy's voice, if you want to hear what uh, I, I wish my voice sounded like, it's like Roman <laughs> Mars. That guy sounds like he's like got this deep bass, and, and he just kind of goes in, and he makes you feel like what he's talking about is important. So hopefully as you guys – as we wrap this up and we're doing our episode one of the birth of Frank and tech is that maybe we'll do 10 shows. Maybe we'll do 50. Maybe this will go on no matter where we go, We all are at. I would love to continue to do this because uh, there's so much out there and we only touch less than half a percent of, of what there is out there. So hopefully Erwin will join the Twitter community and, <laughs> and you know, 
and that Jacob's uh, <laughs> life of, of trying to figure out when to feed his baby avocado. <laughs> if you don't get an insight to who he is right there, that shows you how passionate he is about his kid and about science. So uh, this is the end of our first episode. I don't know how long this is. Hopefully it's not an hour long. Uh, we'll have some edits with Erwin hopefully staying in the episodes. <laughs> Constantly saying, I'm not prepared. But uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. So this is uh, episode one. So thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed uh, this episode too. A quick shout out to uh, Logan, a sixth grader at our school who created this beat using a Incredibox uh, app. So check it out and great job, Logan. Here's your shout out.